0: This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. We typically steer away from politics in this podcast, but a change in the presidency could bring about tax changes that impact real estate investors and high-income taxpayers. Some of our listeners have requested that we do a podcast on what Democratic nominee Joe Biden is proposing if he becomes president. So I thought I'd dedicate this podcast to what we know of his plan. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. It wasn't long ago that we were worried about a federal deficit of $1 trillion. But now, because of the pandemic, it's almost $4 trillion and growing. President Trump cut taxes long before the pandemic, but it was also Congress that passed the package he agreed to sign. If Biden wins the election, it will be Congress that approves any changes he might propose. With the current debt situation, no amount of tax could cover the bill, which means the government will likely continue to print more money, as other countries with higher debt than the U.S. have been doing. Some say hyperinflation is the only way to eat away the debt, and others forecast a debt jubilee. Look that one up. But whatever the course of action, the national debt has been accumulating for decades now and has accelerated massively over the past few months. Some say increasing taxes will only add a few drops to the debt bucket, and that cutting spending is a more important topic. But no one wants their programs cut, and few people really want to pay more in taxes. It's a cash 22 that ends up in a battle every year, especially during debt ceiling debates. But with that said, presidential challenger Joe Biden has given us an idea of what he'd like to do. Remember, these are just proposals, and it will be Congress that approves any tax changes. We know the pandemic is a wild card still, and in months ahead, it will define whatever need we might have for legislative action. We also don't know whether Republicans will hold on to the Senate. And if they do, the Senate would likely temper any Democratic proposals, as it has during the last four years. But if Democrats get the Senate and Biden wins, these proposals could become reality. Number one on the list of changes would be to raise the maximum federal tax rate on ordinary income. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act had reduced it to 37%. Biden's plan would bring it back up to 39.6%, which is where it was before the TCJA changed the tax structure. That would raise $100 to $150 billion over a decade. Remember, this is peanuts when compared to the over $4 trillion in stimulus we created just this year. President Trump's corporate tax cut would also go away. It would rise from the current 21% established by the TCJA to 28%. The Tax Reform Act had reduced it from 35%, so Biden's plan would set the rate at the halfway point between the old and the new. There are other proposed changes, including the elimination of some corporate deductions. These changes could raise as much as $1.4 trillion over 10 years. There would be changes to long-term capital gains, but only for high-income taxpayers. They would increase from 20% to 39.6% for individuals with a gross income of more than $1 million. The amount earned from capital gains and qualified dividends would contribute to the gross income amount. It's not clear if gains from the sale of a business would be included or what would happen if the purchase of a business was not paid all at once. A J.D. Super article also points out that, It's unclear whether Mr. Biden's proposal will cover that portion of the gain from the disposition of real estate that is attributable to previously used depreciation allowances, which is currently taxed at 25%. Well, that's one for the tax attorney to review. Anyone earning less than $1 million would enjoy the same 20% capital gains rate as they do now. The change to the capital gains rate could raise as much as a half a trillion dollars. Biden's proposal would also change the rules for capital gains when assets are passed on to heirs. Right now, heirs can adjust or step up the basis of an asset to the date the person died. That erases any unrealized capital gain that accrued before that date. Heirs begin with a new basis and will only owe tax on capital gains earned from that point on. Under Biden's tax plan, the step-up in basis would be eliminated, and heirs would owe tax on all the capital gains. According to J.D. Supra, Biden also mentioned that the decedent's death would be treated as a realization event, making the tax due at that time, as if the assets had been sold. It's not clear where the money would come from if the assets have not been sold. They may also be hard to sell or inconvenient to sell on an unexpected timeline. There are several proposals that could impact real estate investors, including one that would eliminate the like-kind or 1031 exchange, but only for high-income taxpayers. The income threshold is again $400,000. People earning less than $400,000 could still do a 1031 exchange of real property and defer any capital gains, but not those earning more than that amount. As you probably know, the TCJA also trimmed the 1031 exchange, so it can only be used for real property that's held for use by a trade, business, or investment. Gains from the sale of other kinds of assets, such as artwork, vehicles, and patents, were disqualified. Two other proposals that would impact landlords include one that would eliminate a $25,000 exemption in passive loss rules for rental losses, and another that would eliminate the accelerated depreciation of rental property. Biden's plan would pump more money into Social Security, which is at risk of becoming insolvent in less than 15 years. Right now, employees and employers each pay half of the 12.4% Social Security tax on the first $137,000 of wages. Biden's plan would reinstitute that same tax for anyone earning more than $400,000. That would create a donut hole between those two amounts that would not be taxed. That's expected to raise $800 billion to about $1 trillion for Social Security. On top of the Social Security tax is a 2.9% Medicare tax, which is also shared by employees and employers. That would continue as it is now for everyone, no matter what they earn. The qualified business income deduction would be reduced, but only for high-income taxpayers. The QBI deduction is currently at 20%, The phase-out would impact people earning more than $400,000 per year and could raise as much as $200 billion in 10 years. The deduction would remain the same for people earning less than $400,000, although it expires for everyone in 2026. There would be new limits on the tax benefit for itemized deductions. Biden's plan would cap the benefit at 28% of value. That would limit the use of itemized deductions for anyone in a tax bracket that's higher than 28%. The Biden tax plan would also reinstate the peace limitation, which was suspended by the TCJA. That reduces the value of itemized deductions by $0.03 for every dollar of income above a certain amount. Those combined changes could raise as much as $380 billion. Exemptions for gift, estate, and generation-skipping transfer taxes would be cut in half and revert to the amount they were before the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. The TCJA had doubled the exclusion from $5 to $10 million. It has grown from there based on inflation, and is currently about $11.5 million. By reinstating the old amount and adjusting it for inflation, the new exclusion would be about $5.5 million. The maximum amount of tax for anything over that amount would be 40%. That doesn't change under Biden's plan. The plan is much more complex than the details I've provided. There are other details about each of the categories I mentioned, as well as other provisions, including some that would lower taxes. The Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget collected estimates from four sources on the total amount of tax revenue these changes would produce. They fall within a range of $3.7 to $4 trillion over 10 years. They each differ slightly in what they include, so the committee adjusted the results and came up with a range of $3.3 to $3.6 trillion. Under Biden's plan, taxpayers in the top 1% income bracket would see the biggest tax increases. His plan also puts the 1031 exchange at risk for real estate investors, but it's been at risk several times in the past and still survived. It was also under fire during negotiation for Trump's tax reform. As I said, taxes are not usually something people want to see go higher. The debt crisis we face today will create plenty of debate on what we should do to address it. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, the money does have to come from somewhere. If taxes are raised, the money has to come from somewhere, or the debt just has to be erased. Or there's always hyperinflation, which is not good for anyone, except for those who own hard assets like real estate. So if taxes are raised, legislation will go through Congress before it ever reaches the president's desk. If you want to read more about what Biden's proposing, you can find links to a few sources on the page for this podcast at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.